Hi, these are my friends, Dante, Josh, and Riley. They are cracked at podcasting, my guy, and this is the 580 show. All right, Flinniots, Flintstones, and the 580 Fanatics. Yep, We're back is. for there episode is. 8 of the 580 show. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate everyone. Fellas, how y'all doing? What's up? Yep. Um, Riley is doing a strongman show, as we announced last episode. You feel good? You do any research? You get signed up yet? <laughs> Zero. Nothing. Nothing. I did see the weights are not posted until beginning of spring. So we don't know your weights yet. Doesn't so about matter. March probably? Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm sure we have a good idea. Um, the meat page says to go reference old shows to get a good idea where your weights will be. You're going to go novice again? I think you should. Yeah. Win this show for 580. Bring some hardware yeah. back to Western I got to win one before I move up, I think. You know what one of my goals is? I was thinking about this and. You guys will hear our interview with Paul Mauser, but I want Western PA to be the, the hub. hub of strongman in, in, in the state of Pennsylvania. Dude, we got the potential to do it. I think we do. Everyone, every big show is out in Eastern PA. Every big show. We can change but the that. The tides are turning. The thing yeah. is. We got legends. We got 580. We got a lot of people out here that really the, like strongman like and a lot of strong guys. And a lot of, and our gyms are like kind of like, we're all cool with each other and too. Then, yeah. Good group then, of people. And then. Also, it doesn't hurt. We've got a lot of people just eastern Ohio that that come right over here. Yep. You know, we got to get them stronger than those Jersey folks. Yep. And then you know, it's like it's good. Let's have a war, battle of the battle of the turf, borders, turf war for strong. Yeah. Man. Like Western PA versus Eastern PA. Yep. And just go to war one day, in could, strong man. We should make that a show eventually. Yeah. Like head to head. I'm just giving people free ideas at this point. They're just get, coming here and just, they just, they just feel come free off to the feel free to donate for these ideas. Yeah. You know? Jeez. Uh, that least, would be, that least, would be awesome, at least listen though, like, to podcasts on two platforms. Like Don, two views. Don't take us head to don't take us head to head with some guy from yeah. Jersey or something. Give me, give me some lightweight out in East yeah. PA. That'd be sweet. Some novice, some middleweight drinker. novice. Yeah, middleweight. We'll have a beer together. After. Yeah. <laughs> I just I I think there's so like I just think about today. Like Riley made the comment. It's like today was the first day at five A. There's like. This shit is. Oh yeah! As soon as I walked in, I, I saw like the group of people here. Well, you're the last one here, obviously. Yeah, obviously, I'm, I showed up late, like five, seven minutes late. <laughs> yeah. So I'm the last one here. I get to walk in and see everybody already warming up, chatting it up. Thirty like, people. The, so there's legitimately thirty people here today doing strongman Saturday. It's, it's just very it's just getting started. And everyone is going nuts. Yeah. Yeah. The events I mean, today. There is, yeah. Cool. The support the support's amazing. Like oh, every any, every time anybody is. How many we have today? Eight. Yeah. Every time anybody's going for something, everybody is behind them. Oh Like that's the fun part. Yeah, and then our landlords come from upstairs. I'm like, oh crap, we're gonna yeah. yell at. No, they're they're yeah. here supporting us. They're like, this is awesome. Yeah. So it it's seriously like, this is the best place on earth. And if you haven't come check 580 Barbell out yet, you better before we land on Mars. Yeah, you're missing out. We're yeah. not going to the moon. We're going to Mars. We're gonna be on one of those Elon rockets. Yep. Hopefully it doesn't SpaceX. blow up like the it's last one. getting bigger and better. Did so. you see the one that blew up? That he tried to land it and blew it up on Mars. No, it, he, it was returning back. Oh. I don't know where it went, but it was returning back and blew up. It's not a problem. But They're trying to do a civilian one soon. I don't care. You, about sign, that. you sign it up. Yeah, I'm gonna wear my 580 barbell <laughs> gear to Mars. There we go. <laughs> That's I, uh, a statement if I ever heard one. Yeah. So yeah, we did axle clean and press today. We did some guys did farmers carries, some did farmers holds. We had some guys do yoke. We had some people do sandbag over bar. The girls worked with the log. We did some axle holds. Man, there's a lot going on down here today. So. It was absolutely awesome. Thank you for everyone that came out. I think, you know, Zola came out with a couple of his guys. Uh, 
my boy bought my new boy Bobby Meat Sauce, which is like the most all-time. Love that guy. Oh my! I die for Bobby Meat Sauce. Take a bull for him. Oh, nickname alone. James Brady yeah. came out. James Brady from Akron. Tom's brother. Tom's brother. Yeah, Tom Brady's brother. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> um, who else came out? Uh, Don from Butler. He's one of Zola's guys. What I like, not the hope. not the people that actually did it, but new members of the gym were here yeah. and just checking out what yep. we were doing. We had someone sign up in the middle of Strongman Saturday. Yeah. It was awesome. He was yeah. like, dude, this is so cool. People were just spectating. Right. I don't know where the quote comes from. I forget who, what company says it, but it's competition forces growth. It's so true. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Like everyone, like one guy hits a weight and it encourages someone else to try it. Like just, the heavyweight guys. Oh, the that. heavyweight guys today, it was the dumbest thing I've ever watched. <laughs> they missed literally 15 times in a row trying to the But it was fun way. to watch. But it was awesome to watch. Yeah. We all hit. You had Gabe here hitting PRs, yep. little Gabe. You, so if you listen to the beginning of the podcast, you will hear our new intro. That is Gabe. He's a... It's going to be the best part of the podcast by far. Yeah, he's a 580 Barbell member. Future D1 wrestler. Yeah, he's eight years old. He comes down here. He trains his tail off with us, and uh, we love Gabe. He's a member's son, and he's a true member himself. So, uh, man, Tom, Frank, us three, uh, Abby, Rachel, Allie, Julia, uh, and then all of Derek. Everybody was here. I mean, everybody. So it, oh, it was just. It so definitely, awesome. it definitely pushes me when you, especially it's people you don't know. You're yeah. like, I can't, I can't knock it. I can't knock it. You know, everyone hit 275, and yeah. everyone's like, oh, we gotta so go cool. up. James Brady came out of retirement three times today. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just to try to. Those dudes are awesome. Together. Just making each we, other better. We, right. saw, we somehow made a and 300, 300. We went 275 to 300, and everyone failed. If you were from another strongman gym or you have your own home gym, go to 5abbarbell.com. We just released our flags. It says uh, Saturdays are for strongman. It's like a parody flag from the Saturdays for the Boys thing, and uh, I think it looked pretty awesome in any oh, yeah. gym or any. Everyone loved gym. it. I wanna, I want every gym, strongman gym in the world to have this flag. Is it only yeah. coming that size or? No, like, there's three sizes. That's the smallest one. There's like 50 by 60. Oh, they got and a big two biggers. Yeah, and it's very affordable for a big, big ass flag like that. I Is there a picture good. of it on the Instagram? Yeah, okay. and on the website. So check it if out. If you go to the website, there's yeah. a picture. And on our and on our Instagram, there's a picture of it hanging, so you can yep. see it in a real life environment. Yep. Um, so yeah, Strongman Saturday. Thank you to everyone that came out. Riley got another discount code. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna... pretty good too. It's uh. So, well, if you guys like vape pens and CBD <laughs> and all that stuff. Uh, we got good news for you because you can go to one of the hottest new men's health websites, spectra.com, and use the co- coupon code RileyMac, R-Y-L-I-E-Mac, M-A-C-K, 7, for 15% off your CBD and vape needs. Who got them that so, one? Tyler, congratulations. <laughs> I mean, Josh so kept saying have, Tyler was going to get one. And yeah, he finally we're going to have a dog fight between Tyler and Jimmy. So if you're new, uh, you know, welcome to the 580 show. Thank you for listening. We started a segment where we try to get discount codes for Riley that will make Dante and I and the fans, the listeners laugh. So we, we have one for an Asian and Korean men's fashion site. And now we have a CBD and vape pen site. So both, both pretty good. Yeah, but both are very good. And we can, uh, we maybe they we have can mass event- designs. They have a ton of stuff. Eventually have a, a vote on everybody's favorite. And so yeah, to pick right. the one. That's, that's how we're going to pick yeah. the one. It's going to be between Jimmy and Tyler unless oh, yeah. someone else comes someone, in. Someone else can step up. Man, what else uh, going on down in 580? Um, man, my wrestlers, they're killing it. We trained the local, some local rest, high school wrestlers and some local athletes down here. They're full born to wrestling season. I think Ryan Cradle is about to be nationally ranked as a freshman. We'll see that. Nationally. 
but yeah. the one that I talk to you sometimes. Yeah, he trains it. He uh, uh, goes to school at Freedom. Yeah, that's it. And he is about to be nationally ranked as a freshman. That's insane. So he's doing great. Aaron Miller is doing uh, – man, he, how much he's improved since day one when he walked in this gym. So just give those guys a shout-out. Brooksy, every, everyone in that group, Andy, they're working their tails off. So, and it's really starting to show. So it's so fun to watch them. And Dom, who's one of our hockey guys – He's like seven foot. You guys know him. He's mm-hmm. a freshman. Yeah. Like he's legitimately like six four. His mom and him sent me a video of him absolutely bodying this kid on the ice the other night. <laughs> I mean, he buddy Let's got go. absolutely flat. <laughs> it was scary. Did he get checked or just like blocked him? Dom like picked him up by his throat. Like, <laughs> it was just like he and his mom's like he is just so much stronger than every kid now that he started lifting earlier. Love that. People are so. So scared to get their kid. Oh, my kid's not going to grow. Oh, Dom's been back squatting for two years with us, and he's six foot four. Okay, yeah. he's not. It's not stunting his growth. Right. You need coaches that are going to coach appropriately and do it the right way. Yeah, You're not you don't need all this fancy stuff. Dom is. He absolutely. Let me show. This is horrible podcasting, but I forgot to show you guys. We posted to the Instagram. I thought about it, but I'm like, that's like a nine. That's like a ninth grader that I'm like rubbing in his face. Like, do <laughs> I want to just like bury like body yeah. a ninth grader? Yeah. It's Look at this. Look at this tape real quick. He's he comes in right here. You see that? <laughs> There's like zero effort. Absolutely flat. And those are kids at his age. So, you know, long way to get into it. Shout out to all my boys that my athletes down here training and, and working their butt off. And everyone down at 580. Man, there's so many people I could highlight. I don't know what else what else big happened this week. Anything down here? Finish week two of my program. From yep. Coach Josh. Dante's getting closer to his to his show. Everything's getting pretty. pretty I want to have a big mock meet soon for April Fools of Strength or one of the shows, and we can just all come down and do five beer events. muscles. Beer muscle. You gonna wait till after after the competitions or like no before? Okay. Like four weeks out or something. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, it, it, what a good time today. Yeah, so go to 5azbarbell.com, check out that flag I was talking about, check out any of our apparel and stuff, they'll ship it directly to you within 24 hours. Um, oh, I saw this thing, I was like, I, I hate some of these cookie cutter scenarios and stuff, but it's kind of our brand, like dinosaurs and Oreos and right. stuff like that. I saw one that absolutely cracked me up, and I'm like, I have to talk about this on a podcast. Okay. So, these guys did this challenge, two friends. I want to, I want to call you guys out and try this challenge but i'm like i'm kind of scared too because i just watched dante eat a subway sub like right before this and it freaked me out because he just like inhaled it, it. negative 30 seconds yeah. and that Literally was like, that, that was me going easy on it so this scenario i think this is hilarious 24 hours inside an ihop straight 24 hours every two pancakes you eat a race is one hour that you have to be in there and his first first one to leave, first one to I would lose that for sure. Oh yeah, you would just like, forty eight pancakes. Riley looks like he's like he's no, taking I, his food I out on a slow. date. I like to enjoy my food. We're talking yeah, about just like, like, just like plain, like, playing with it. like plain buttermilk pancakes. Yeah. Okay. Just go in and roll. Are they them. thick I mean, boys? You, I I honestly just whatever the chef special. Yeah, I honestly whatever he's throwing that day. Pancakes are so filling though. Yeah, but so like I was trying to think about it like logically and realistically. There's definitely a strategy to it. I just don't know what it is. Well, like, you're going to have to just eat as much as you possibly can and then wait, like, four hours and then just hope you you do it <laughs> then on your second meal, too. Pancakes are going to feel very disgusting the second oh meal you God. eat them. Are you allowed to puke? Or does that reset no, you your count? Eat your puke. I say you're disqualified. Eat your puke <laughs> reset it. Yeah. you got to spend, if you puke, you got to spend 48 hours in it. 
I don't like how like how long do you think it would take? Because every at least two a few people, hours, dude. Oh, dude, I'm saying more like than twelve. That. Two to three more hours. than that. You're shooting it way two, less. I kind of want to try it. Two to three hours. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, I was gonna say. No, I feel like I have to prep for that a little bit. Yeah, I can't just, I mean, I can eat fast. But I just I, thought, I, eat I mean, we did I our ice cream challenge. I got smoked. Oh yeah, I. I would. I. am not gonna eat. Twenty-four hours. Every two pancakes you eat erases an hour. Yeah. So you would have to eat forty-eight pancakes to get out. That would be instantly. though. Yeah, instantly. So, so I'm saying, I mean, my goal would be to get in and out in what eight was your, hours. What was the most you ever ate at when you used to go to steak and, steak steak and shake with chode? I ate, and how long do you think that took you? Probably an hour. So that would erase ten hours. That would erase five hours. Oh, every two hours. Yeah. So I still have nineteen hours. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. That's what did a they tough What did they do? I didn't watch it. Uh, I just saw the scenario. We could do something so, like that. It'd be. A, I feel like it'd be a fun. Video. Yeah, because I, I was thinking about it. You, maybe we have to make a different coefficient. Make it like one and a half pancakes. Because one's too little. One's too little. Like one pancake for one hour. Twenty-four maybe pancakes we, is still a lot of pancakes. Yeah, it's still a ton. Yeah, but I want you like if you get we'll married, I want you to have to suffer for twenty-four hours. Like, I want Riley just have to sit in the aisle. <laughs> like that's so funny to me. Just thinking of Riley sitting at one booth in the aisle. We just have like a GoPro just watching me. Just like one. Just the lady just keeps refilling his coffee. <laughs> Literally, on his like just, 87th cup of coffee, just pouring it on his hand. There's just, like, just a video of me sitting there contemplating my entire like, we existence. Did a, we did an ice cream eating challenge, me, Frank, and Riley, and on the way back from PA, strongest and Riley got buried. Oh like he got, it was bad. I couldn't even finish. He it. turned, <laughs> dude. He turned was pale. It? Was, and it? Like, was, it? was like, was it? Was it eight scoops of ice cream? And it was after we ate a 20 ounce. And you had to eat a 20 ounce steak. So you had to eat a 20 ounce steak, then you had eight scoops of ice cream. By the way, we were just gonna get normal ice cream. Yeah, and then it turned into. But the, the guy that owned the place loved it. Oh, that dude was yeah. New New Fort New Fort restaurant. Yeah, and then uh, off the Turnpike. Go yeah, check it out. It they have sick. great food. That was one of the best steaks I've ever had. No free ads, but they deserve it. Yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, we're not gonna go too long today. We got uh, probably the guy that I'd say is responsible for indirectly one of the guys responsible for 580 barbell because he got me into strongman, made me love the sport with how he promoted shows and everything. So now joining us on the 580 show, we've got Paul Mauser. Um, I don't really, Paul, well, first off, thank you so much for coming on um, our silly little podcast, man. I really appreciate it. Um, I don't really know how to explain Paul Mauser. I mean, he's kind of, we, we're definitely a strongman podcast. We obviously, everyone knows we talk about if dinosaurs are real or not and all stuff like that, or if Oreos are baked goods and, and whatnot, but uh, definitely for the strongman portion of it, I think Paul is definitely one of the top guys I want to have on just because he started I, I attribute a lot of me starting strongman and everything like that to Paul because the first show I ever did was um, one of Paul's shows so Paul how would you describe yourself like if you had to give yourself a title in strongman I think you kind of kind of do it all Josh I'm going to completely ignore your question because you mentioned some very important things there uh, one right. being Oreos and one being dinosaurs <laughs> I feel like we would be doing ourselves a disservice if we glossed over those topics, gentlemen. Well, uh, I agree. Well, Riley, so I need Riley to step up right now. <laughs> and tell me, what is your favorite dinosaur? I want to know. The people want to know. Let's hear. <laughs> I'd say a Triceratops. So, so Paul, we started this, and I I don't think that dinosaurs are real, and Riley and Dante think they were real. And, like, like most normal people. And then Riley made the comment on an earlier episode of this podcast that he didn't think Oreos were cookies. Well, I 
Don't 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 say it's not a cookie, Paul. Don't say it. I think he was about to defend me before you cut him off. Let the man speak. I feel like you know some people maybe weren't raised right, and it's not their fault that they don't understand that it was a delicious cookie. Oh, thank you. That made me a lot happier than you than uh you can imagine. So thank you. But what's your you? So I'm taking you're a dinosaur guy, Paul. Of course, I'm a dinosaur guy, man. Whether or not they are real, they exist in our imaginations and i think one of the big questions that we can answer right here right now for the people listening at home is who would be the strongest dinosaur if we had five events and we we sent a we sent a crew of dinosaurs to the arnold strongman classic Hmm. who's coming out with the top points go that's a good question the apatosaurus what is that it's one of those long necks those things are definitely Strong. I think uh, you got to look at strongman overall, though. So, like, size is going to help. They know what's, what's, like, the most massy... Yeah, Velociraptor's out. What's the most massy, stro- like, uh, dinosaur? The imaginary dinosaur, of course. Uh, Parasaurolophus I mean, is pretty bulky. Your Brachiosaurus is pretty large. Mm, but how, how is that, how is that going to lift a, an alligator? Like, wrap its neck around the stone? Right. And... And like a T Rex is. T-Rex, yeah. For example, I mean, I, I feel like a T Rex would be superb at like a squatting event, but how yeah. the hell is a T Rex going to reach a deadlift bar with those tiny little arms? Yeah, they they got limited range of motion for yeah. a press. So they may say, be good pressers. If, if they had longer arms, they'd be the obvious answer, but that's going to hold yeah. them back in a lot of things. Deadlift, they're going to suck. Um, man, I don't know. That's a great. Honestly, question. I don't know the names of. Too yeah, many I'm not. I'm not a so great dinosaur. I know what they guy. look like, but I don't. Dante know. Dante does. He's a lizard guy. Yeah, he's a big lizard. So he guy. knows. Okay, so, gentlemen, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna segue into a related topic here, a very current, a very relevant topic. Godzilla, King Kong. We have the movie; they're gonna play. Uh, I, I'm not interested in that, but I gotta I gotta say, does anybody think that Godzilla could actually beat King Kong in a strongman competition? No, I mean not Kong has Kong has every advantage there. Yeah, we we talked we actually talked about Godzilla versus King Kong on last week's episode, and just I, in the I, fight, I, yeah, just the fight. But in a strongman show, still. Crushes them. Oh, yeah. Crushes them. It's not even close. 100%. Yeah. Too much mobility for Kong. It's not even close. Right. It's me versus Riley. (laughs) What do you you think, Paul? I I mean, I I think Godzilla's only chance there is to unleash the radioactive breath and, like, blast every event into oblivion, and then you don't even have a contest. But that's kind of a dick move. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh... I think yeah, best best chance is like a torn bicep from Kong. If he wants to play by the out. rules, Kong's Kong's got him by a long shot. That's a good question. Paul comes on and he's just alphas us. He's coming in with way well, better you questions. Guys, than I don't know if you guys are friends with Paul on Facebook, but he's like the king of controversy with Facebook posts. Okay. He like makes stuff and like purposely tries to separate the world, and it's like hilarious. <laughs> I love that. It's like not even in like like obviously like in today's world like everything can be everyone gets like all triggered and it's like you know Democrats versus Republicans. No, like Paul's like you know this strongman event versus this strongman event mm-hmm. or like you know what I mean stuff like that. That's just like awesome. Or like two people that don't do strongman. Like he would have like James Harrison versus like Brock Lesnar in a strongman show. <laughs> you know like cool stuff like I that. What is it? You, you brought that one up. I absolutely love that one. See, um, the, I, James Harrison versus Brock Lesnar. I mean, you've got you've got two guys with ad- athletic credentials that are off the charts that are known in their respective sports for being among the strongest guys in those sports. 
So the match, and they're similar age. They're yeah. similar age, but you know, they're, they're both a little longer than tooth at this point. I thought it was a great matchup, and I couldn't have been happier how that uh, how that thread turned out. Yeah, that was one of the ones you posted that I really couldn't answer because I was torn because like Brock Lesnar's such a freak. And like he's he's such an like people are like well James James Harrison is actually athletic people don't remember like Lesnar's actual wrestling background mm -hmm. and he pl I think he was he on played, the practice yeah. squad for the Vikings yeah, or yeah. something like that yeah. so he's yeah. not a, he's not a slouch when it comes to athletics right. I would take I would take Lesnar just based off I, I think they're both pretty similar I would take Lesnar just off size because I think Lesnar's got Harrison in size I that's a completely made up in my mind but that's just what no I'm idea. going with. There's only one way to prove it. Yeah, Let's get the, them on the platform. Let's the get them to 580 barbell, Paul, and you're emceeing it between them. We we got we got to do it, man. I, I if I had unlimited funds, I would have oh booked uh, those gentlemen to uh, to compete a long time. See, ago. I think that's something um, that would be cool for strongman because like everyone all yeah. now nowadays, like what we do is like strength athletes. We go box each other, which may, is like just bizarre because it has nothing to do with strength sports, but. Uh, you know, we need to get two outside athletes and do a pay-per-view where they do our sport. Like a they celebrity death man. match. Yeah. But, like, That's strong man. Cool. Get five freaks in a heavyweight strongman show. And, yeah. like, James Harrison, See Brock Lesnar. The Rock. The Rock. Yeah. JJ I think Watt. The Rock's more show than go. That's what I want to, that's what I want to see him. I would, take, I would take Harrison yeah, or Lesnar over The Rock. Yeah, but I, want to, I just want to see him get crushed. <laughs> if he yeah. actually just put, put up what he puts out. Yeah. Um... Paul coming on and just changing the I love changing it. the whole format. I love it. That's kind of he kind of fits exactly how we do our show. Oh, yeah, it's not like perfect. It's not like oh, do this sets and reps for log press and this for you know, we we kind of just come on and, and and talk about whatever we're talking about that day. It's kind of free flowing. Um, but love Paul kind of yeah, Paul kind of sold himself short when I gave him that introduction with yeah. man. He went right to Oreo but I want to yeah, that's fair. But. uh Riley's already said about a hundred more words than I thought he would say on this <laughs> on this uh, interview, so I'm proud of him. And Paul's I mean, Paul's responsible for getting him. He got, he getting, got us going. Yeah, he, Paul, Paul gets the people going. But if you but I, so I've done. I was lucky because I think if you, I don't want to say there's ever a bad strongman show, but if there's one that maybe had too many people or didn't run to expectations or something, I did my first strongman show and it was Strength for Autism in. April of I think 2018 it would have been now um, and I can't I was still a I say power lifter at that time and Derek Morgan who you know Paul he trains at our gym and and uh, he got me to sign up for that show and I just absolutely fell in love with it like I I never looked back I, I mean I opened up a strongman gym um, but I'm thankful for for those those shows because it, it's you know, we've, run, we've ran one show now. We've got a second one in November uh, that we just announced on November 6th. And, like, I, I went to Paul's shows, and I it, I realized, like, that's how I want to run a Strongman show. If you've never been to one, it, I mean, it's awesome. I don't think I don't think you're officially running shows anymore, are you, Paul? No, no, no. I, I stepped away from that. But uh, I, I want to say, hey, thank you for the kind words, and I'm glad that you uh, had a good experience, especially at that first show. And, you know, Strongman's one of those things that you get into it and it, almost universally, you like it more than you think you might <laughs> once you right. actually get into it. It's so and supportive. It's, 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 yeah, it snowballs into this lifestyle. And Street for Autism, though, if I may, I'll say a few words about that. Yeah. Um, so my buddy, my buddy Dustin Patrick, who's up in the uh, Washington, PA area. Yeah, he, um, yeah. He, he started... He started with, uh, 
you know, he started with uh, one of my sh- uh, shows as well. Um, actually, the first show that we ever did at Viking Performance Training, uh, which is the gym that I now work at. Um, and anyway, so we had some similarities. We both have uh, young fellows in our lives that have autism. Uh, my my uh, oldest son uh, is, is autistic, and Dustin's, um, I, I guess maybe it's his fiance now, uh, girlfriend, fiance, whatever, whatever they might be at this point. Her son, um, that he's pretty much like a dad to, uh, also has uh, autism. So this is one thing that we had in common besides strongman. So eventually, you know, we had kind of tossed around the idea here and there, and one, and one day he just came at me very directly and said, "Hey, can can we do a can we do a, a charity show and pick like a, a, a you know for like some sort one of these autism charities?" And uh, I said, "Let's do it." So that's how I mean that's literally how it got started. And, and if if you remember, I don't know if you remember on the entry form, but I always loved on the entry form we put on there something like um, uh, something like. Um, you know, Paul and Paul and Dustin met met through Strongman, and they and they hate each other, but they decided to put on this charity meet. You know, something yeah. like that. It yeah, was like like on the entry form. Yeah, if you're ever around me and Dustin at the same time, we tend to give each other a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, no, he uh, but, that uh, that show was that show was so awesome. It was, I think, Riley, you were there. Yeah, I can't remember. It was. There was, I think, like 120 lifters or something. I mean, yeah, it was, was huge. It was. We're talking pre-COVID days, so. Yeah. Um, but the venue was awesome. It was, you know, that that was such a cool show, and it just, like you said, it just, just I was, I mean, I was overwhelmed how supportive people were at shows. It was crazy, and I, Paul, oh, David, David uh, Walters or Waters, I, I don't want to pronounce his last name wrong, but he was at that Waters. show. What is it, Waters? Waters, yeah. Yeah, he was at that show, and now I see him running these huge shows. He just ran Mammoth uh, a couple weekends ago, which looked awesome. So, and Brooke, we had Brooke Salsa was Salsa or whoever. Yeah, there were so many. There were so many awesome judges there. It was just incredible. Yeah, and that's so. You talked about the roster being that large, and one one thing that I've always been um, kind of a. Uh, uh, vigilant about is not letting rosters get too big at, at most of the shows. I always, uh, you know, if you look at Strongest Man in the Forest or any of the shows did a biking, yada, yada, we always put a cap on the roster for those. And right. the reason being was I never want to run a show. Uh, I, I never want to get greedy and accept more athletes than I think we can handle based on the venue, the staff, the equipment, etc., and make it to the quality that I, I want to have a show. Right. With that particular, with Strength for Autism, we had so many people that wanted to help with that. We had a giant venue. That venue was terrific. We had a giant venue. We had so many people. Like Again, we had uh, Steve Kirit, former America's Strongest Man and World's Strongest Man uh, competitor. We had Brooke uh, come down, pro strong woman, former strongest woman in the world. We had Dave Waters, who's one of those prominent figures in Strongman Corp. Uh, we, I mean, just so many people. We had an army of people coming out to, uh, to help with that one. Yeah. We had, you know, event-wise, uh, we figured out, okay, we can run all five stations at the same time and just ro- rotate the groups because we have enough staff and enough equipment to do that, and we have enough space in the venue to do that. So we just let that one run wild. We, did, we didn't put a cap on that one, and it, like you said, we ended up with, God knows, it was you know, well over 100 uh, people or whatever it was um, for that one, and 
we specifically wanted to make sure we could do that for that show because it was a charity event and we wanted to raise as much money as possible to better right yeah you talk about not put like you put a cap on because you want your shows to run good like people were stunned when I told them because I just did strongest man slash woman in the forest 2020 and uh, I told people how like my, the st- time we started rolls to the time we finished and people were stunned because there some you know some shows may run longer and stuff like that I think we ran 60 plus lifters competitors in and five events in legitimately three hours start to finish I mean, it was yeah, I, it I was incredible. I don't remember off the top of my head, but yeah. Um, and again, that was another one where, uh, because of the area that we had, and because of the amount of staff that we had, and, and all that, we were able to do that format of running all five events at the same time. So, and, and this, you know, just some things for anybody who's uh, running shows currently or may be interested in running shows in the future. You've got to figure out how you're going to set up your roster. Are you going to break it into groups? Are you going to run two events at a time? Are you going to one run it? You know, et cetera, et cetera. Because that's that's how you figure out how long that your meet's going to run. If you if you have a 60 person roster and you run every event one at a time and only run one event at a time, you're going to be there a long damn time. Yeah. And that's not necessarily. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Like I don't, I don't personally mind if a show runs a long time. Like if I'm a competitor, uh, I like being there, and I'm such a nerd about this crap that I don't mind if it takes all day. But you know, people do generally appreciate it if you can get them through in a fairly efficient amount of time. Yeah, and, um, and they don't have, they right. have to be crazy. You don't have to be playing speed racer. But if you can get people through, if you can get through people through a competition in five, six hours, most of the time they are happy as a lurk, you know? Yeah, and just for the spectators too. I think about like the grandma or the aunt or the mother-in-law that comes to watch and like that's awesome that they're coming. But in hindsight, you know, you could be deadlifting 225 or 725 and it's all the same to them, you know. So they're there to support. So I think, you know, from a spectator view, it keeps your crowd engaged more if you run a – you got more going on in a in a shorter amount of time. I think it just keeps everyone engaged and interested. Hey, can I give you a compliment? Sure. I love that you just said that. I love that you have the spectator in mind when you're thinking about these things. You got it. In America, and this is something that I've ranted about. You've probably seen my rants. Yes. In the U.S., we are so entrenched in an athlete-based model. Um, or strongman, and what that what that means is everything that we tend to do as promoters, by and large, we're only thinking about the competitor. And the problem with only thinking about the competitor is that is a very limited model of growth. When you look at Europe and you look at how the Europeans are putting on shows where they're putting asses in seats in ten thousand seat stadiums, it's because they consider the spectator in everything that they do. Their events are something that. Dad, who doesn't even do strongman, can take the kids out to the stadium on a Saturday, sit down, get a beer and a popcorn or a couple of hot dogs, and they're going to have a good time watching the show. Exactly. In the U.S., it, and, and this is one of the things I continually harp about for, for anybody who doesn't you know, uh, follow my very limited now social media. Um, that's one of the things that I constantly harp about when, I, when I'm talking about being the change and I'm talking about getting more pro shows out there and getting pro shows that are transitioning to a spectator-based 
model. Right. That, that, that's how the proceed in the U.S. is going to grow. And that's not to short, that's not to say, that's not to say that the amateur model doesn't matter. But in order, in order for everything, for money to, let's, let's talk straight, for money to come into this sport, we have to have fans. Yep. In order to have fans, we have to give the spectators a product that is watchable. Right. And we're not doing that currently. Yeah, no, I, you're 100% right. Uh, um, it's crazy. I mean, and you got to have a good balance, like you said. But another thing, and I, I think, Paul, you might have talked about this, but I think one thing is uh, to grow the sport too, and I think it's super important, is to get sponsors involved. I know there's, like, the big sponsors like Rogue and Rain that do a lot, but – you know, it's like littler companies that, that maybe, I understand it's so hard with COVID, but if you really want to grow it, you know, to, to if people that are talking about it and saying, oh, well, Strongman needs to grow, well, then people are going to have to put money where their mouth is. Like, I know my gym, you know, yesterday was one month in and we're sponsoring a local Strongman show coming up in April. Um, you know, I, I, want, I want the sport to grow and I, I think that's one huge thing is like, I mean, it, it can grow, but you you know, and everyone wants money from it. But you got to have somewhere for the money to come from. You know, you know more than anything as a promoter, you're not you're not a millionaire. Make you know promoting strongman shows, it just ain't gonna happen. No, not, not at all. And let me let me bore everybody for another minute here with with a quick business thing, and then we can get back to being silly bastards here. <laughs> but so in order to get sponsors, real sponsors, I'm talking like Pepsi. I'm talking uh, Budweiser, okay? Riley would love that. Real oh, yeah. deal, big time sponsors. You have to have fans of the sport because Budweiser does not give a shit if you have a hundred amateur competitors at a show. You can brag about that all, 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 all you want. It's great. It's all good. And it's all great. But a hundred people, and each one of those competitors, maybe their, you know, maybe their mother is watching them at home. Uh, on a live stream, okay? So you got to, you know, got a hundred people watching a live stream, right? That's two hundred people. Does Budweiser give a shit about two hundred people? No. no. But if you build the sport in a way where you have, and I'm talking about pro competition now, okay? When you go to that pro level, it has to become about the spectator. It has to right. because you have to give, the, you have to have a watchable product, and a watchable product is not six hours long. A watchable product is not a fixed camera bird's eye view of the action i mean it's real simple all you got to do is look at what the europeans are doing right oh you see some of those like giants lives events it's insane it's insane and there's no reason we can't do that here and i gotta tell you man it bothers me to the core of my fucking being oh i i I agree completely we're getting our asses whipped by the Europeans in the in this manner. Glenn Ross does it too, Ultimate Strongman. Right. His shows are, are spectator-based, man. He's, he sells tickets. Right. He's putting asses in seats. Oh, I, I we're agree. And we're not doing it here because we're so entrenched in that amateur athlete-based model. No, I'm, I'm on the same page as you. I agree completely. Um, but, yeah, Paul, I mean, I, I really appreciate you coming on. I appreciate everything like that. I mean, I think if you're – a fan of Strongman, looking to get into Strongman. I think Paul Mauser is a great guy to, to follow. I, I know I, I follow him on Facebook, and that's where I get all the rants and all that fun Strongman stuff. So is that where is that where you uh, people can find you, Paul, just on Facebook? Yeah, man, and uh, so I've kind of, uh, you know, I've kind of stepped away um, a bit uh, from a lot of this. Like I said, I, I, I'm not running meets anymore. Um, 
I hilariously uh, got banned from uh, uh, Facebook at one point and Instagram. Instagram even blocked my IP address. And they even emailed me and told me that it was like a mistake, but I still can't like make an account. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you know, I, I don't just like necessarily add everybody uh, kind of like I was anymore. Um, so I don't know that I'm the easiest guy to reach anymore like yeah. I was. Uh, because one of the things, I mean, largely the reason that I stepped away from promoting uh, was because I was doing 100 shows a year. And the, the way that I made that successful was that I was constantly available. Um, right. I, had, I had to make myself available uh, day and night, regardless of whatever. And I, I really had to, in order to do what I did, I had to let it consume my life. Yeah. Um, are you still going to MC shows? Absolutely, yeah. Well, um, you gotta look I'm at. Still I'm just not doing all the work behind the scenes anymore. I'm, I'm still, I'm still showing up at some of the, a lot of the content. Yeah. Well, I'm just not uh, putting a hundred hours of work a week into it. Well, we're talking about a spectator show, November sixth, Paul. I want you up here by the Pittsburgh airport for uh, pig, the Pig Iron Classic too. We, we can get you to uh, MC it. That's what we should do. We should work on making need, the Pig Iron Classic the biggest spectator need, show. We need Paul to MC in it. He's the He's the guy for the job. So, if you're interested, Paul, okay. we can talk more. But I hate to put you on the spot, but I want I want you up here to. Right. MC we're doing it. it anyway. Yeah. It sounds like it sounds like a hell of a time, boys. And yeah. uh, that that's less than two hours from uh, from my house. So yeah. Well, let's. I, I think it's probably doable. All right. Well, let's make it happen. We got some time. It's on November sixth. So. We'll sort it out. Yeah, buddy. All right, Paul. Well, thank you so much for coming on, um, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks, Paul. Well, thanks for talking to me about dinosaurs, uh, King Kong, Strongman, uh, James Harrison, Brock Lesnar, random rants on Facebook, and letting me go off on a tangent about uh, uh, spectator models. And, no, we, and we love it. That. Wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, we love it. But, yeah, thank you so much, Paul. Hey, thank you guys, man. I had a blast. See you, Paul. So that was Paul Mauser. I thought that was a great interview. What did you guys think? He's such a smart he, guy. Dude, he's a great guy. Also, he's seriously, like the great. It's a sport that, like, it comes off as like we're hard asses and stuff. Yeah, great guy. And by the transit of property, he technically got me into strongman too. Yeah, because I got you into strongman. But in that yeah. strength for autism was the first um, show I ever saw in person, and that was like when yeah. I was like, I. It's awesome. This looks awesome. I want to try. It. Yeah. So thank you, Paul, for coming on. I hope to have, we'll have him on again once COVID's over. We'll have him in person. Paul's a who. He made so many and good points about. You need you guys need to go add add Paul on Facebook and make sure, or Instagram, go to Mauser Strength, anything Mauser, M-O-U-S-E-R, and make sure he MCs the Pig Iron Classic too. We, we need him here MCing that. So we're gonna wrap up for the day. We are gonna take our questions. Every week we, we post and take viewer questions. Um, let me find them real quick. I'm struggling. Anything else to add for today, guys? I just want to say thank you to everyone that stopped down. I think, I thought I think that interview was, awesome. was pretty good and the little coverage. So I think we're Shane good. asked what's the most – most of our questions are trolls. Obviously. But then there's some really good ones. Shane asked what's the most you guys have ever calf raised on a seated uh, machine. So I don't know. Maybe like three plates. Who wins in a know. boxing match, Dante or a silverback gorilla? Silverback gorilla. Yeah, I'm getting knocked out in one punch. What advice – this is a good one. What advice would you give someone who wants to start training for strongman? Just find a group. If you're local, come down to 580 Barbell. If you're not local, there is a group around you, I promise. Search a group. Go to Starting Strongman on Facebook or Strongman DIY. That's another good group. And 
you know, just get involved. Ask questions. There's so many resources out there. And just go train with the group. They will teach you. The community part More of it is huge. Any, yes, it is huge. And it's the mo- we talked about Mauser. It's the most supportive community in the world. Yeah. It's crazy. I talked to Frawley about that today. Like, I feel like just general, casual gym goers, a lot of the reason a lot of them quit is because... They don't have anyone. Right. And they yeah. go by themselves no and go home. and do two sets of 25 leg extensions by themselves right. on a Thursday That's night That's the reason so many people just stop going to the gym. Yeah. Um, what's a common myth about health and fitness that you can debunk? Carbs are good for you. Carbs are good for you. That's good. Even if you're trying to lose weight. That was a nutrition. There was a nutritionist that asked her. That's good. So red, meat, red meat's the devil. Yep. If you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Monster steak, mash. Steak, steak. If it's a meal, monster mash. If it's just a, a food, uh, what's up? Making a guest appearance on the podcast is uh, Phil Fava. Fava, something like that. Phil, how do you say your last name? Fava. Fava. We're filming our podcast right now, so you're on it. Congratulations. Um, I would eat. I would eat steak. I would eat steak or uh, monster mash. Definitely steak. Riley would eat Cheetos. I'll answer. Don't do that. Um, Who's entering the HWMF Transformation Challenge? If so, you can uh, direct your questions to Carly Jones. So that's Axe and Sledge is running a uh, transformation challenge, which you can actually win some serious cash, like ten grand. I'll give you the little quick rundown. Final. It's going axeandsledge.com, and you can find it. It's um. The top man and woman who wins the overall transformation can win up to $10,000. And then the most person who gets the most shredded wins $5,000 in a free photo shoot, and they fly out to Axis Ledge HQ. Boom. So, a little free advertisement there. 150 listens on this podcast, and uh, Dante is allowed to shave the side of his girlfriend's head. Make so, it happen, guys. So, make it happen, please. Share, like, everything for this episode. Every app you um, can find. What do you do with your time other than lift? I play video games and I hang out with my dog. Yep. Same. Um, Watch sports. Me and Riley are from Beaver County. We're from Beaver. Dante's from Moon. Um, yeah, that's it. As you can tell, we've got people got people in the background now. The gym's getting crowded. So we will uh, see you guys for episode nine. Go to 580barbell.com. Go to 580barbell on Instagram. Go to 580barbell on Facebook. Make sure you follow Riley, too. Yeah. So thank you, guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Okay, peace out. Bye.